Metu Netter, Volume 2, A Nook Outside, The Comedic Initiation System, Chapter 16, at the bottom of page 261. Chapter 16, The Sixth Stage of Initiation, Ma'at. As stated, movement or the cyclic fluctuation of the energy of the world is the basis of all manifestations, things, and events in the world. The cause of movement is taught in the comedic tradition as the god Shu, which manifests itself in the world primarily as transfigural movement and fire, light, and heat. It acts on the fundamentally inert aspect of matter, symbolizes the goddess Tefnut, which manifests itself in the world primarily as centripetal movements, coldness and water. Fire and water, heat and coldness, are reviewed in this system both literally and figuratively. We know that the universal factors shaping all life activities to which all events in the world in the long run aim at supporting the thermodynamic and the water content of things. Water is ultimately the universal solvent for the chemical basis of life and heat in the universal basis for all activities in the world. As movement shoe is cyclic, the heat basis of activity in the world fluctuates rhythmically between the high and a low point. Its point of extreme increase produces a phase in which living things dry out, and its extreme disease produces a phase in which they regain their moisture. These are metamorphosized, respectively, as fire and water, and are represented in such events as summer and winter, new moon and full moon, day and night, etc. They are stabilized in such fiery things as caiman, or cayenne pepper, predatory animals, the tropics, the desert, the flame, athletes in such watery things, lettuce and non-predatory animals, the arctic, swamps, marshes, peace-loving people, etc. The event-thing relationship seen here is a manifestation of the law of relativity, which was understood from ancient times. It states that all things represent a stabilized or crystallized phase of 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 the cyclic fluctuation of energy. In other words, energy and matter are opposite poles of the same reality and cannot be viewed apart. One of the greatest recognitions of this fact is to be seen in the cosmology of the Bantu, in which one of the four major categories into which all things in the world are divided was codified in one word, kintu. It denotes both energy and matter, force and thing. Incidentally, we must note that before Einstein made his great discovery via 
the theory of relativity, the Bantu were held to be intellectually immature for confusing energy with matter. The cosmological or holistic way of thinking gives thus a view of the world from the static and the dynamic perspective through its use of metaphors for the major points in the phase of energy matter. It enables the thinker to build up an array of correspondences through which insight from one area of knowledge can be transported to another. What we learn from the pharmacology and biochemistry of fiery herbs, hot peppers, horseradish, etc., can be used to gain insight into the biometeorology of summer and deserts and deserts, the place in the scheme of bioecology of predators that affects of fever and functions of white blood cells and so on. A brief excursion into the method of Chinese med- medicine as shown by one of the models for holistic thinking can be very rewarding. As the above scheme, positive and negative stands respectively for yin and yang. Under yang is classified the day, spring, summer, male heat, lightness, light, upward and outward motion, hence heaven, outer and upper parts of the body. Volat volatitional and defensive functions of the body under its opposite yin is classified night autumn winter female cold heaviness darkness downward and inward movement hence earth inner and lower parts of the body autonomous constructive and regenerative functions of the body and so on According to Chinese medicine, the different functions and organs of the body are stabilizations or crystallizations of the main phases of the life force, which they are cataloged into five fundamental modalities, earth, metal, water, air, and fire. Fire is a metaphor for the phase of energy corresponding to summer and heat, earth to late summer and dampness, metal to autumn and dryness, water to winter and coldness, and wood to spring and wind. Each of these modalities or phases of energy are generated in the body. In other words, the body reproduces within itself the same weather changes that take place upon the earth. These modalities of energy are distributed throughout the body to the organs and functions they create via channels. Thus, the yin aspect of the fiery phase is channeled by the heart meridian and its yang aspect of the small intestine meridian and so on. Each of these meridians acting as distributors of the five phases of energy is responsible for a wide range of functions. For example, the heart meridian controls the mind and emotions, the cardiovascular system, the tongue and the thyroid, thymus, and, and acts as the major regulator of the body during the hot season and hot climates. Chinese scientists also cataloged under each phase of the energy, the foods, 
activities and herbs used in their system of preventing, maintaining, and restoring health. We note that there are emotional correspondences to each of these phases, joy to fire, fear to water, and so on. While Western medicine claims that emotional stress is a chief cause of illness, Chinese medicine, through its cosmological model for thinking, is able to indicate exactly which emotions affects which energy system in the body. Too much joy harms the generation and storage of fire, thus harming the organs and functions that depend on it, the thyroid, thymus, cardiovascular system, etc. Anger harms the wood phase and thus the functions and organs controlled by the liver and gallbladder meridians. In the same way, an excessive intake of bitter flavors harms the heart system, excessive salty flavors harms the kidneys, etc. This is but a paltry list of correspondences. The system is used to cross-reference types of herbs to types of illnesses to types of people and so on in order to build a diagnostic and treatment system that is able to look at the effective parts of the patient in relationship not only to the individual as a whole, but to the individual's relationship and response to the environment. This is holistic medicine. Another system worthy of study in the Ayurvedic medical system of the blacks in India. In the Chinese medical system, health is understood as a state of balance and the distribution and generation of the various phases of energy. Ill health results from the imbalance. Excess generation of the psychological functions of fire can destroy those of mental of metal. Excess earth can destroy water and so on. The yin functions of wood generate the yin functions of fire, which in turn generated those of earth. So a deficiency in the functions of fire can be strengthened by treating its generator wood from the model. We are able to see the relationship and interdependencies of parts to each other and to the whole. These five metaphors of the key points in the fluctuation of energy were so applied by Chinese scholars to other areas of study. Sun Tao too applied them to the classification of men, economic situation, terrain, seasons, military tactics, battle strategies, etc. to come up with the world's first classic on military strategy almost 2,000 years ago, The Art of War. Today, it has been adapted to the instructional manual for writing and protecting corporations, marketing campaigns, etc. A great deal of correspondences through the tree of life to various areas of life have been given in volume one, chapters 19 through 21, and throughout this volume. The reader must be called that throughout the book, I reference the sphere of the tree to which each type of behavior discussed corresponds to. The initiate 
must master these correspondences and allow them to guide his or her thinking about the various issues of life as the fundamental tasks of this stage of initiation. The main areas of concern center around the issues of morality, human relations, the use of environment, our lifestyle, and values. The material discussed in chapters 7 and 8 must be used as a guide for this investigation. The standard for truth is equilibrium. We have seen that there is a fundamental duality permeating in all levels of being. In the unmanifested region, the subjective realm, the two aspects of being are consciousness, will, and energy matter. The objective realm is primarily divided into the nominal and the phenomenal planes. The duality is to be seen in all areas and two hemispheres of the brain, the thermal and moisture factors underlying all living things, the positive and negative polarities of electromagnetic phenomena, the two sexes, etc. Because of the dual nature of reality, the part of the brain that endows man with its uniqueness is dualized into two hemispheres. The right hemisphere enables man to withdraw his consciousness into the metaphysical region wherein originates his being in the and wherein resides the casual factors that shape the events of the world. This is because man is ultimately destined to control the events of the physical world through his spiritual powers. The less left hemisphere extroverts man's consciousness and enables him her to function in the world. The functions of the left hemisphere are distributed through the second, fifth, and eighth spheres, and those of the right hemisphere are distributed through the third and fourth and seventh spheres. Note that the third and second spheres, spheres are auto, audio-visual in their way of functioning. Spheres 1, 6, and 9 correspond to the corpus coliseum and other brain structures that allow the two hemispheres to communicate with each other. We must realize the faculties of the tree here described are not in the brain itself. Mind is not in the brain, but beyond it. Note that the crossover of the left side of the functions from the side of the second sphere to that of the fifth and eighth parallels the cross relation to the left side of the brain to the right side of the body. The same is true for the spheres of the right side. Duality in the tree of life. The entire span of reality. The subjective realm, consciousness, will, undifferentiated energy matter, sphere zero, the objective realm, nominal plane, spheres one to nine, phenomenal plane, spheres 10, metaphysical plane, physical plane. The principles governing correct mental performance. Mental performance is shaped by two factors, knowing and thinking. Knowing is direct without symbolic representation, perception of reality, and thinking is the manipulation of symbols, 
information representing reality. In the same manner, the light, sound, and life cannot be perceived in themselves, but through the forms in which they manifest, so is knowledge. In itself being formless, it requires thoughts. From its manifestation, our faculty of knowing is the second sphere to Hudi. Proper thinking and understanding depends on our ability to perceive and integrate the four dimensions of things and events. Left hemisphere, one, inner differences, sphere five, two, outer differences, sphere eight, right hemisphere, three, inner similarity, sphere four, four, outer similarity, sphere seven, integrators of the two hemispheres. The integration of the functions of the two hemispheres is carried out through the interactions of the audiovisual second sphere and the circumspect sixth. In the comedic literature, this is symbolized in Tahuti's claim that his greatest achievement is that he made two combatants, Heru and Set, go home in peace. Heru's circumspective function is his highest function as symbolized by the Uchat Aku, the eye of Heru. The will must follow seen reality as communicated by the intuitive faculty to Hudi and as verified by cross-checking and integrating the symbols, fun- information, communicated by the faculties of analysis, synthesis, congregation, and segregation. Only then can it know that the actions it indicates that will take place are based on truth. That is the Ma Keru, voice of truth. We must note the cross-relationship between these functions are mapped on the tree. The ability to perceive inner similarities is carried out through the abstract images in the fourth sphere and is balanced by the ability to perceive outer differences, which is carried out through the concrete verbal ideas in the eighth sphere. The ability to perceive inner differences is carried out through the abstract verbal ideas in the fifth sphere and is balanced by the ability to perceive outer similarities, which is carried out through the concrete images in the seventh sphere. Left side of brain, five inner differences, abstract verbal ideas, analysis, eight outer differences, concrete verbal ideas, six circumspection, right side of brain, four inner similarities, abstract images, synthesis, Seven, outer similarities, concrete images. Segregation, congregation. These are but a few of relationships that exist in the tree of life, which serve as guides in holistic and cosmological thinking, along with the full study of the correspondences given throughout the two volumes of this book. The material in this chapter will greatly aid the initiate to learn to think holistically. It is a great testimony to the genius of the African people 
especially Cometans and Canaanites, to have so elegantly reduced the categories through which man's behavior and all sciences can be understood through a set of principles that can be pictured on a postage stamp. We can see, for example, that people who are polarized in the left side of the brain, analytical and segregative thinking cannot help being segregative in their behavior. They will be highly motivated from within to establish differences based on sex, race, religion, etc. People polarized into the right hemisphere will seek unconditional unity with others in violation of obvious obstacles to so doing. People polarized in the lower left hemisphere will respond not to reality, but to the names and definitions of things. They will not see morality itself, but will believe the ideas some people say constitute moral or immoral behavior. They will hear definitions of God and religion and conclude that they know God and what religion is. Their entire universe is made up of words, misguided for their most part. The above is the guide to the development and use of mental faculties that is required for the establishment of truth and the correct formulation of the behavior-shaping institutions. The most important objective of this stage is initiation in the application of life, the truths discovered as soon as they are known. Consistency is another factor. There is no truth where there is inconsistency in the observance of the truth. In the comedic literature, there is a set of negative confessions that the initiate must be able to affirm in order to satisfactorily complete this stage of initiation. They are preceded by the prayer that is now cataloged as chapter CXXV of the Pert M. Eru, Book of the Dead. The initiate says to Ausar, quote, Homage to you, O great God, Lord of the two Ma'at goddesses. I have come to you, O my Lord, and I have made myself come here to behold your beauties. I know you, and I know your name, and I know the names of the 42 gods who live with you in this hall of Ma'ati who live as watchers of sinners and who feed upon their blood. And on that day, when the characters of men are reckoned in the presence of the good un, of the God Un-Nefer, Ausar, verily God of the Rekiti, Merti, the twin sisters of the two eyes that regulate the affairs of men. The Lord of the city of Ma'ati is your name. Verily I have come to you, and I have brought Ma'at unto you, and I have destroyed wickedness. The initiate then goes on to affirm that she, he, has not, one, done iniquity, iniquity, two, robbed with violence, three, done violence to any man, four, committed theft, five, slain neither man nor woman, six, made light the bushel, seven, acted deceitfully, eight, taken the things of which belong to God, nine, uttered falsehood, ten, carried off goods by force, 
11 uttered vile or evil words, 12 carried off food by force, 13 acted deceitfully, 14 not eaten my heart, 15 invalid er, invaded any man's land, 16 slaughtered animals which are possessions of God, 17 laid waste the lands which has been plowed, 18 pride into matters to make mischief, 19 set my mouth in motion against any man, 19 given way to wrath without due cause, 21 committed fornication and has not committed sodomy, 22 polluted myself, 23 slain the wife of a man, 24 made any man to be afraid, 25 made my speech to burn with anger, 26 made myself defeat the words of right and truth, 27 made another person weep, 28 uttered blasphemies, 29 acted with violence, 30 acted without due consideration, 31 pierced my skin and taken vengeance against God, 32 multiplied my speech beyond what should be said, 33 committed fraud and looked upon evil, 34 uttered curses against the king, 35 fouled running water, 36 exalted my speech, 37 uttered curses against God, 38 behaved with insolence, 39 being guilty of favoritism, 40 increased my wealth except by means of such things that are my own, 41 under, uttered curses against the things that belong to God and are with me. 42 harbored scornful thoughts about the God of the city. The initiate concludes with the following affirmation I am pure, I am pure, I am pure, I am pure. My purity is the purity of the great Bennu which is in the city of Sutin Henin. For behold, I am the nostrils of the God of breath, who maketh all mankind to live. On the day when the eye of Ra is full of Anu, at the end of the second month of the season, pert winter solstice, I have seen the eye of Ra, when it was full in Anu. Therefore, let no evil fall upon me, either in this land or in this hall of Mahati, because I, even I, know the name of gods who are therein. These must be updated to reflect the challenges we face in the world today. Once the initial is formally established in living truth, he, she can then pass to the following stage of initiation in which the full development of spiritual powers take place. As a result, he, she will enjoy the benefits of spiritual perfection in accordance. We read the Pert M. Eru. Said the great gods of the tree of life to Tahuti dwelling in Kemenu. Decree is it that which comes forth from your mouth.
Tehuti acts as the judge on behalf of Ausar at the great tribunal in halls of Ma'at. Ament is the symbol of the emotional guilt that punishes the persona of the initiate of the initiation trial is failed. True and righteous is Ausar, the scribe Ani, true of the word, not has he sinned, not has he done evil in our respect, let not be allowed to prevail. Aument over him, let there be given to him cakes and the coming forth of forth in the presence of Ausar in a field abiding in Sekhet Hetepu like the Shemsu Heru. Sekhet Heptu is the state in the highest Samahadi or inner peace that cannot be disturbed by earthly events, good or bad. It is happiness. The followers of Heru are those who abide in their application of Menab. Assignment number one. The initiate is to master the material of these two volumes with the objective of learning to think cosmologically. He, she is to go into trance with the Hekau, Ung, Shering, and apply a cosmological concept to gaining insight into the various scenarios listed in the outset stage. Assignment number two. An uncompromising effort must be made to live the truths learned by applying the men ab technique to the scenarios divided into a set of 10 per month. The way of life during this stage of initiation. During this stage, we must be in harmony with the energy of the physical counterpart of the Ma'at faculty, which is classified as an airy or hot, moist modality of the life force. Along with Ma'at Hekau, it gives the individual the ability to manifest and maintain the optimism necessary to have faith in the divine law. In situations of conflict, it gives a person a preference for resolving the conflict in a manner that does not violate the law, that weaves all things in a web of natural interdependence and interrelationships. There is no need to fear that people will peek over you by acting in this manner. It is important to realize that the powers of the Hekau Ma'at will give you success as long as you have awakened it through meditating. You meditating and living in harmony with its energy. This is in unity with the objective of the stage of initiation. You must be in harmony with the 42 negative confessions. Given the nature of this faculty and objective pursued, the development of the ability to think cosmologically and to consistently live truth, it will take several years to complete this stage of initiation. Note that under no circumstances should the initiate protect should the initiate proceeded to the flowing following stage if 
she, he has not fully succeeded in mastering this stage of initiation. For additional information, see Volume 1, pages 157, 158, 195 through 198, 224 through 226, 276 through 280. And here ends the reading on page 276.